merely by sankalpa. So there is the anya yoga vivachedaha, meaning that there is nothing other than sankalpa required. Whereas sankalpa samutishthandeva, that by sankalpa they definitely appear. There is a possibility of factors other than sankalpa also. <coughs> so ayoga vivacheda and anya yoga vivacheda. <coughs> ayoga, that def- sankalpa is definitely required. Not that something else is not required. Anya yoga vivacheda means that nothing other than sankalpa is required. So these two possible explanations are there for the evakara. And that's how the samsha arises. So doubt arises. Kim sankalpa kevala pitra hetu. Is it merely sankalpa that is a hetu, the cause or the means required for the appearance of the desirable object? Uta nimittandra sahita hetu. Or the sankalpa also requires some other means to fulfill itself. Is sankalpa enough? To fulfill the desire of enjoyment of the desirable object, or that this upasaka or wise person also requires something over and above sankalpa to fulfill his wish. Even though Shruti is clear, sankalpa deva of which the meaning is merely by sankalpa. Lokavat nimittandra pekshara yukta, but in, in the world we do not find that anything can be accomplished merely by fish. It is not our experience in our day to life that something accomplished merely by fish. Yatha loke asmadadinam sankalpad gamanadi bhyashetubhya. In our day to day life, if you want to meet your father, then not only you have the desire to meet the father, but you must go where father is or father should come where you are. Some governor, some movement, some travel is required in, in this particular instance. Depending upon the object of desire, you may require different kinds of means. If it's a modaka, you require different kinds of means that after having desire, then also you should do what is required for you to enjoy modaka. Otherwise, it will be merely a kalpana, an imagination, which also may give you some kind of joy. But the real joy of eating the modaka will not be there unless a tangible modaka is there. And therefore, merely wish cannot create a tangible object. A merely wish in the mind can create a mental object, which also does give you a certain kind of joy, which is what we call priya. The joy arising out of thinking of a desirable object. But the joy that you want of experiencing it, that pushkala, or that sense of fulfillment that you want, the abundant joy that you want will not come merely by an object at the level of mind. This is our experience in our day-to-day life. Evam muktasya so whether a mukta, a liberated person is different from us or he also has to be judged by the criteria that we experience in our day-to-day life. Evam dhrishtaviparitam na kalpitam bhavishyati. Urupakshi says that the advantage <coughs> of saying that you require something over and above a sankalpa also is, will be then in keeping with what we experience, and you do not have to imagine something quite different from our experience. Our experience is that merely a wish does not create a tangible object. If you want to say that in case of this wise person, is merely desire or the, the will that he requires, that means the will creates the tangible object. In which case you have to imagine something different from what our experience is. Then why does Upanishad say that merely by will? It says more or less by will. Ragnaheva, just as a king, only requires his desire and everything presents itself to him. 
एंड सो संकल्पितार्थ सिद्ध करीम साधन साधनांद्र सामग्रीम सुलभाम अपेक्षा उच्चते फॉर अ किंग ऑल दैट ही रिक्वायर्स इज टू एक्सप्रेस अ डिजायर दैट आई वॉन्ट टू हैव आई वॉन्ट टू एंजॉय दिस आई वॉन्ट दिस फूड आई वॉन्ट टू वॉच दिस मूवी वॉट एवर इट इज आई वॉन्ट टू प्ले दिस गेम ओनली ओनली किंग रिक्वायर्स इज टू सिंपली एक्सप्रेस अ डिजायर and now everything automatically gathers around him for him to fulfill his desire so king requires a desire and other also nimitta or other factors which are very easily available for fulfilling the desire so so we can imagine that for the wise person he desires and all the factors required for fulfilling the desire are easily available with that in mind shuti says it only requires is sankalpa or will that is sankalmat samsthana pitradaya manor vidrumitavat charatvat pushkalam bhogam samarpayitum paryaptah syuhiti so manorasa vidrumitavat charatvat Like a modaka, we simply imagine the mind. How long will it remain in your mind? For a while. Mind being flickering, unsteady. Therefore, it cannot steadily sustain any object. So you can enjoy a modaka as long as modaka remains in your mind. Nothing, even the mental enjoyment also can come as long as modaka is there in your mind. Not later. endeavor for this wise person also to enjoy an object to his heart's content he requires a tangible object endeavor to convert his desire into a tangible object you require factors over and above his desire wants a house all right then if he is a very wealthy person the house will be easily constructed the architects will come this will come they will design all permissions will come all materials will come in no time the house will be constructed but he will require factors over and above his desire for a tangible house for him to live if he is merely at the level of mind then he imagines a house and thinks that this is my room and that is father's room like children you know we are making the the back of cars so we will make a palace or a big house so daddy this is your bedroom mom this is your bedroom this is my room you know So it's all imagination. You can have the pleasure of an imagination, but not pleasure of actually living in that room. That will require a tangible house, and that will require factors over and above your sankalpa. But for the wise person, Brahma Loka, everything is easily available in that sense. Upanishad says that all you require is sankalpa, the will. Yom prapte brumah. When this interpretation is possible. संकल्पादेवतु पितरह केवलात पितरादि समुत्थानमिति दैट वी से दिस मेरली माय संकल्पा नथिंग मोर देन संकल्पा दैट डिजायर ऑब्जेक्ट सच एज पितरह दे अपीयर बिफोर हिम ही इज एसोसिएशन विद देम कुतह हाउ कैन इट बी दैट इज नॉट अवर एक्सपीरियंस तच्छुते बिकॉज़ दैट इज व्हाट द श्रुति सेज संकल्पादिवश्य पितर समुत्तिषंती श्रुति निमित्तापेक्षा पीडियत इफ दैट स्टेटमेंट इज क्वालिफाइड बाय सेइंग दैट इवन दो द श्रुति सेज दैट ऑल यू रिक्वायर इज विल बट इन ऑर्डर फॉर यू टू कन्फर्म टू योर डे टू डे एक्सपीरियंस यू इंटरप्रिटेड दैट बाय सेइंग दैट नो नो यू रिक्वायर अदर फैक्टर्स ऑल्सो then you are compromising the interpretation of shruti you are not interpreting the statement in the primary sense you are compromising meaning interpreting that in a secondary sense where interpretation in primary sense is possible you should not go for a figurative meaning or a secondary sense nimittantam apitu yadi sankalpa anuvidhai evasyat bhavatu 
We say that you require factors other than his will. If those factors also appear before him by his will, so let there be now, uh, let there be a house design and so the plans appear before him. Let there be municipal permission, permission appears before him. Let a structure engineer now design it, okay. Let the construction crew come, you know, that as he thinks, then things happen. If this is what you mean, meaning that as he desires, things happen. There is no gap or distance between his desire and happening. Then only it's called Satya Sankalpa, it is called the unfailing will. Otherwise he desires, and then he is to wait for the permission to come from municipal corporation. That will be infinite, I mean, his lifetime will be required for that to happen. And so, what I'm saying is that, if he also has to wait like that, and then, what's the use of saying that merely by will he gets it? Then, prak sampatte vandya sankalpatva prasangad. That means that, until the time that he makes sankalpa, there is a gap between him making sankalpa and fulfill of sankalpa, during that time, he is devoid of the fulfillment of his sankalpa. That is what? Sankalpa vandya prasangat. Or vandya sankalpa prasangat. His sankalpa is not fructified. Then it will not be called satya sankalpa. Satya sankalpa is unfailing will. It must be fructified right away. Naja shruti avagamyarthe lokavadi samanyata drishtam kramade. When the Shruti can be interpreted in the primary sense, then you don't have to compromise the Shruti by bringing in our, our experiences, comparing a wise person with us, and imagining this is a lot of problem we have. We always look upon others as we, as we are. And what is not possible cannot be possible for that person. You can't say that. It is, yeah, alright, you, you cannot do that. And most people cannot do that. We are not seen anyway doing it, okay? That does not mean it cannot be done, because Shastra says that. And therefore, Nacha Shruti when Shruti can be interpreted in a primary sense, then you don't compromise it by bringing this local logic. But we say that what is created by the mind is always fleeting, it is not steady. He says, no. On the strength of his sankalpa, his modaka will be steady. Will be there until he enjoys it. If it takes ten minutes to enjoy that modaka, then it remains for ten minutes. Sankalpa balad, because of the power of his sankalpa. Prakrita Sankalpa Lakshanatvat Mukta Sankalpasya. That's the whole idea. The Sankalpa of a wise person. So whose, whose will has been strengthened, made powerful on account of a long time meditation. Meditation and concentration of the mind. So by concentrating the mind upon Saguna Brahma for a great length of time, the capacity of the mind has been in fact invoked. The mind has variety of potential. That's the idea. When Yoga Shastra and other scriptures talk about the divine powers and things like that, it means that the mind has a potential that these powers are hidden in the mind. It is possible for someone to explore or make these powers manifest. Possible. That being the case, yes, you must have the preparation, yama, niyama, asana, pranayama, to, to tell you how to qualify for that. Maybe everybody will not get it. But if you go by the route that is qualified, specified by them, the live life of yama and niyama, then asana, tune up your body, then pranayama, tune up your pranas. 
then concentration dharana, then meditation, and then samadhi, absorption. So these are the steps that are, that are specified there, that are taught there. You follow this, then you will have the result that they, they, they claim or they describe. Now continue the page 897. Sri Ratna Brava Nanu Ishwaradhinasya Vidushaha Even a wise person also is dependent upon Ishwara for fulfillment of his desire. So Daivam is always required. Here, prayatna is not required. But Daiva, he says, okay, all prayatna is, it, all he requires is his will or desire. But still, a desire to fulfill provided there is grace of Ishwara. Otherwise, even a desire of a wise person also cannot be fulfilled. This is a purupaksha. Ishwara dhinasya vidushaha. Idea is that whoever is born, is always controlled by the laws of Ishwara. Because your body, your sense organs, your mind, all of these are limited entities. And all these limited entities function in accordance with the laws of Ishwara. So, Vidushaha, Ishwara, Dhyasya. We know very well that even a person who is alive, you know, who is liberated while living, even Jivan Mukta also has limitations as far as the body, etc. are concerned. There are limitations. The mind, they are limited entities. And he also has to manifest through these limited entities and therefore that manifestation of his powers or manifestation of faculties will be limited by the faculties. Therefore, Ishwaradhinasya Vidushaha so, so how are the Vidwan and the Brahmaluga? There also there will be laws. So even if he is in Brahmaluka, there also he will be controlled or dependent upon Ishwara's Anugraha. Singramatra Katam Bhogasiddhi. How is it possible? Meaning that, alright, even if you do not require other factors. For building a house, etc., you do not require what an ordinary person requires in terms of the material, etc. That a wise person that in Brahmaloka desires a house and house is, appears before him, alright. But there also one, one factor is required, and that is Ishwaranugraha. Even that also requires a fear of Ishwara. And therefore, you cannot say that only his sankalpa is required, Ishwara Anugra also is required, this is a purupakshan. Kadam Sangamatra Bhoga Siddhiti, then how can you say that the accomplishment of bhoga or the pleasure is merely by sankalpa, by will? How do you say? Or as Jnana says, Vidushaha Satya Sankalpe Labhantaram Ahan. That since this wise, by wise person, we mean the person who has realized the results of the meditation. He is also called wise person. Wise as far as the Saguna Brahma is concerned. Normally we use the expression wise person for the one who has known Brahman in his own self. But here, even the person who reached Brahmaloka also is described as Vidwan because Vidya is twofold, Brahma Vidya, Paravidya and Aparavidya. For both of them the word Vidya is employed. So Paravidya means Brahma Vidya, knowledge of Brahman as one's own self. Aparavidya is the, there is the meditation upon Saguna Brahma there, which is identification with Saguna Brahma. So, Paravidya means identification with Parambrahma and Aparavidya means the culmination of Aparavidya is identification with Saguna Brahma. 
So we are talking about this rare upasaka who has performed the upasana of what quality and for what length of time that he became identified with Saguna Brahma. So there are, we hear about uh, some upasakas. Moraya re Ganapati Bappa Moraya. What is this Moraya? What does it mean? It says that is what comes from one Moropant few hundred years ago who is a great Bhakta of Lord Ganesha. So he must be one who accomplished the identification with Mora, I mean with Ganapati. Became Ganapati. And therefore he is praised as much as Ganapati is praised. So he joined along with Ganapati Moraya. So we do hear of this kind of great devotees or you know of, of Hanuman, of Ganapati, of Devi and they, they display many divine powers. So there are some, not very many, but there are definitely rare upasakas or devotees of Saguna Brahma who we know have accomplished those divine powers. Become, so the powers of the devata manifest through them. That, that will be said here. So here is also labhantra, what's other labha, ataheva. So next, next sutra says, because of that meaning, because this one has now attained the state of being Satya Sangalpa or one who is, because he has been meditating upon Brahman as Satya Sangalpa. Satya Kamaha, Satya Sangalpaha. So this is the qualification of Saguna Brahma. And by meditating he has become that. So he has also become Satya Kamaha, Satya Sangalpaha. So Ataheva, Satya Sangalpatvadeva, Ananya Adipatihi, Anya Adipatihi, Navidyate Yasseri, Ananya Adipatihi, one, he becomes one, for whom there is no other lord to rule over him. Why do you say that? Because if this Vidwan also has to depend upon the grace of Ishvara, then Bhogadari warns will not be accomplished merely by his Sankalpa. Whatever Sankalpa, he also requires a Ishvara Anugraha or Devam or the grace of Ishvara, which is unpredictable. Satya Sangalpatvam Nasyat Then Vidwan Kramdukha Satya Sangalpa One of unfailing will or unfailing desire Atta Vidushaya Sangalpadeva Sarvaishwarya Prapti Therefore Vidwan attains all the Ishwarya by merely his Sangalpa on the will. So this is the Siddhanta here. Says Nyayanimile Upasitu Ishwaradina Bhogo the Sankala Matra Alamityashanka Sutram Vyaka. So this is a Purupaksha. Imagine Purupaksha. Sometimes Purupaksha is stated, sometimes it is it is it is assumed that it is there. Upasituhu Ishwaradhino Bhogaha. Purupaksha says that for the Upasaka, his bhoga enjoyment is Still dependent upon Ishvara. It may not be dependent upon other factors. But one more factor did not take into account, that is the grace of Ishvara. The Sankala Matra Bhavitam Alam, therefore, he bhoga, or the ultimate, the culmination of Sankalpa, in terms of actually experiencing the object of desire, will not be, by his will, it also requires Ishwaranugraha. This Shanka that the Sutra replies. The Shanka or the doubt that Sutra addresses. Ataha. So Vashakara says 
Atah Evacha. So these words come from the Sutra. So what's the meaning of Atahaiva says Avanya Singal Patvat Atah is the, the the reason. And so here the cause is given, the Hetu is given, Avadya Singal Patvat because his Sankalpa is Avadya, unfailing. It always fructifies. Because Sankalpa of this Upasaka, wise person, is unfailing, always fructifies. Therefore, says Vashya, Ananyadipatihi Vidwan Bhavati Naasya Anyaha Adhipatir Bhavati Ityartha Therefore, Ananyadipatihi Bhavati Adhipati means Ishvara. Anyadipati, one who has other lord. Ananyadipati, one who has no lord. Meaning, one is no ruler. Nobody to control him. Ananyadipati bhavati. He said, Svatantra bhavati. He becomes Svatantra. Svatantra means he controls himself. He is not controlled by anybody else. Sarvatantra Svatantra. One is not controlled by any tantra at all. So it's called Sarvatantra Svatantra. Sarvatantra Svatantra. Sadatma, Dvaita Veda, etc. So here he becomes Sarvatantra Svatantra. He is not controlled by any rules. No rules apply to him. That's what it means. Vidwan Bhavati Nasya Anya Adhipadir Bhavati Tyardaha. He does not have any other lord or ruler over him. Meaning that, if you have a ruler over you, then all the rules apply to you. Then whatever you do is within the rules also. When Swamiji used to talk about the order, understand that you are born in the order. Your birth also is according to the order. You have rules. Even birth also cannot take place outside of the rules. And that you grow and your what you are is all within the order. Your whatever you are. Your good person that also is because of the order. Your bad person that also is because of the order only. Bad is not, order means not right. Order means according to rules. So there are rules. If you violate, then you get violated, and then you take tendency of further violation. That's how you keep on slipping. And there were Rakshasim, Asarim, Cheva, Prakurim, Mohinim, You come to the sway of Rakshasi, Prakruti, Asari, Prakruti, but there is also a rule. There is Rajoguna, there is Tamoguna, there is Sattvaguna. If you do not, with a great effort, Try to get established in Sattva Guna, then the Rajo Guna will pull you, Asari Prakriti, Tamo Guna will be Rakshasi Prakriti, will pull you. Meaning that everything takes place within the framework of law of Ishvara. So therefore, Ananyadipati, here is a person now who is not, who it doesn't, who is not ruled by any rules. To whom these rules or laws do not apply. This is a big statement. Big statement. Says Nyanya Satya Sankalpatvi, Kadam Ishvara Dinatma Vidushana Ishade all right. We accept that wise person is Satya Sankalpa or is unfailing will, is person of unfailing will. But in what way does it contradict being ruled by Ishvara? Is it not that, is it not possible that both of them coexist? That he is the one of unfailing will, at the same time he is also ruled by the laws of Ishvara. Why not? Why can't these two things coexist? So, Nahim. Sivashagara. Nahim. Prakrutopi. Sankalpayan. Anyaswami Atmanaha 
सत्याम गतौ प्राकृत भी इवन प्राकृत इवन ऑर्डिनरी पर्सन प्राकृत मीन्स वन इज कंट्रोल बाय प्रकृति प्राकृत मीन्स एन इग्नरेंट पर्सन सो इवन अवर डे टू डे इग्नरेंट पर्सन ऑल्सो संकल्प वेन ही ऑल्सो डिजायर समथिंग सत्याम गतौ If he has a choice, then anya swami katvam atmanah na sankalpayadi, na anya swami katvam atmanah sankalpayadi. Even a day-to-day ordinary person also does not want that somebody else should rule him. Anya swami katvam means what? That should be ruled by someone else, controlled by someone else. Lorded over by someone else, even an ordinary person doesn't want. Even a child doesn't want that we should hold its finger. It wants to go independently. You know, as as long as it could not do so long, you know, so long okay, he allowed this fellow while walking. You know, now that he can walk on his own, he doesn't want anyone to hold his finger. So even ordinary person also. Doesn't want that he should be ruled by. That is ruled by the different. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants to be controlled by somebody else, ruled by somebody else. Nobody wants to be dependent. Everybody loves freedom or independence. So love or freedom or independence is very natural to everybody. When that is so, then it must be accomplished. Meaning that there is constantly desire to become free, meaning free from all rules and regulations also. That's how people interpret freedom. Anyway, these days people think that freedom means a license to do what you want to do. So no rules and no regulations. Marriage, no rules. We'll live together. Child, no rules. We'll have it, we'll not have it. So, They do not want to follow any rules because it's a restriction. They don't want to be restricted. I always want to have a choice of my own, choice to do what I want. Once you get married, then you are bound in a structure. Then you can't do what you want to do. You have to come home in time and stuff like that. There is somebody to ask you. And he doesn't want that. That that it doesn't work is a different matter. And for the other person also doesn't want to be controlled. Then you, you have two persons who don't want to be controlled. Then they can't be together. Being together means that you have to let go of something and allow yourself to be controlled in some way. If you don't, then you can't. There cannot be an assembly. You cannot live together. Can't sit together. You want to stand and you want to listen to standing, you know, or you want to listen while walking. These kind of things, you know, don't work. So any time we have to, we do something, we have to conform to the laws. Our desire is not to conform. If we had a choice, satyam gatav. Gati means a choice here. You know, if we had some other other way of doing it, so then you would avoid it. So na anya swami katvam atmana sankalpayate. Even ordinary person also does not wish that. He should be controlled by someone else, as if he had a choice. He has no choice. That's a different thing. Person doesn't have a choice, and therefore he accepts being controlled by the laws of society. For example, in the eastern part of the world, like India, as that Oriental, the society laws of society control the person. So Western people threw their ways. We don't have control by laws also. No, no caste system, no system. They also accept a marriage system. That also is coming under mixed reign because that also is uh, that that also compromises my freedom. I don't want. So they still have some contract marriage, you know. Then we will be married up to this many years with these conditions. Then we'll see. But here, living together, this, that, you know, so that shows a basic desire of the human being to assert its freedom. Nobody is free 
Even if you assert your freedom as far as the external rules are concerned, your own impulse that are controlling you anyway, so that's not real freedom, but anyway, do people think there's some freedom? Says Anandagiri, Ishwar Prasadat Bhogasyadityavi Prathayamano Janu Dushyadeti Says we do find that people always say, God please fulfill my desire, God please fulfill my desire. So we find people praying. Why do you say that uh, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't want uh, even Ishwara's uh, will? He says, Satyam Gatav. If he was capable of fulfilling his desire, he will not depend upon anybody. That's the idea. Some people are fiercely independent. At the age of 90 also, they live on their own. My mother, she cooks. She cleans. She doesn't want any servant also. Satyam Gadav. As long as my body permits me, as long as I can do, I will not depend upon anybody. We pray, Oh Lord, please fulfill my desire because I find myself incapable of fulfilling my desire. Where I am capable, I do not seek any help, even Ishwara's help. Where I find I am not capable, then I seek help. And when the worldly help is not adequate, then I seek Ishwara's help. (coughs) So, Satyam Gatav, as long as I can avoid it, I will not seek any help. When I cannot avoid, then only we seek help. So, this being the case, even in the day-to-day life, what to talk of this wise person? That he would not want, need any help. Vidushaya, so says Ratna Prabhupada, Ishvara Dharma Eva, Vidushi Avir Bhutayati, the Sankal Vangahiri Bhava. Ishvara is Satya Sankalpa. Ishvara is unfailing will. Atma is Satya Sankalpa. And this person has meditated upon Satya Sankalpatma for so long that even though Satya Sankalpa, or being one of unfailing will is Ishwara Dharma. Not a Jiva Dharma. But Jiva on account of constantly dwelling upon that. That Ishwara Dharma because manifest in Jiva also. So whatever Dharmas we have are all Ishwaras anyway. Yadyad vibhuti matsattvam srimadurujitameva tattadevavagatsattvam mamatejam shasambhavan. Where you find a vihuti glory, you, when you find any wealth, richness, beauty, splendor, power, energy, urjitam, know that it is a fraction of my own glory. So whatever glories we enjoy are Ishwara's glory anyway. So that is our upa, whatever upasana we have done. And we are doing that is what brings into manifestation Ishwara's glory, because glory only belongs to Ishwara. And the extent to which we identify with Ishwara, to that extent, the glory of Ishwara manifests to us. So Ishwara Dharma Eva Vidushi Avir Bhuta So when Vidwan is Satya Sankalpa, it is not that it is devoid of Ishwara, but now Ishwara Dharma has come into That way it doesn't require now any help from Ishwara. If you require help, then of course you are dependent. He does not require help from Ishwara because Ishwara Dharma, which is Satya Sankalpatvam, being one, having unfailing will, has now manifested in him. Therefore it become free even from Dependence upon Ishvara, Anyadipati Bhavati. Vidushaha Ananyadinam Aishramasti Dhyatra Manamaha. Alright. That this Upasaka has the Aishvaya or the powers which are which are independent of the Ishvara. Ananyadinam Aishvaryam. That he has the powers which are not dependent upon anybody else. For that manam, the Shruti says that. So Vashyagara says, Shrutis cha etad darshayade. 
അഥയ ഇഹ ആത്മാനം അനുവിദ്യ വ്രജന്തി ഏതാംശസത്യാൻ ലോകേഷു കാമചാരോ അന്യാധിപതിത്വം ദൈറ്റ് എ വൈസ് പേഴ്സൺ ഉപാസക ഹാസ് ബിക്കം ഇൻഡിപെൻഡന്റ് ഓഫ് എനി അതർ റൂലർ ഇസ് വാട്ട് ശ്രുതി ആത്മാനം അനുവിദ്യ വ്രജന്തി സോ ദോസ് മെഡിറ്റേറ്റ് അപ്പോൺ ആത്മാ ഈശാത്മാ അപഹദപാത്മാ വിജര വിമൃത്യു ദോസ് മെഡിറ്റേറ്റ് അപ്പോൺ ആത്മാ സജസ് ദാറ്റ് ഇൻ സത്യകാമ സത്യസങ്കല്പ അനുവിദ്യ വ്രജന്തി having realized that atma sugun brahma here in this world life and then we depart from this body etams satyan kaman and all these unfailing desires or unfailing objects of desire all of these are also contained in atma so when you realize atma as satya kama satya sangalpa automatically all the desirable objects also are realized by him because they are contained in atma so etams satyan kaman anuvidya having known them identified with them tesham sarveshu lokeshu kamacharo bhavati they have a freedom of movement in all the realms like see narada has license wherever he wants to go he wants to go to heaven he wants to go to brahmaloka he wants to go to vishnu loka he wants to go to raja and so Lord Krishna used to keep on dispatching him again and again. Now go to Vraja and find out what the gopis are doing. And go to Hastinapur and see what Pandavas are doing. Let me have all the information. He would go and come back. So just as he had the freedom of movement, wherever he wanted to go. Similarly also, Upasaka has freedom of movement in all the realms. So if he wants to enjoy Yamuna, right away he goes there. He is there. he want to take a bath in ganga right there not the years to, to travel for 15 days to reach ganga then they know sarveshu lokeshu kamacharo bhavati so what is atha in that statements is nyayanirne vidya anuvada dwara tat phalokti arambha atha shabda atha meaning that the meditation has been described and now the result of meditation is being described for that the word atha is there in the shruti that's what nyayanirne says okay <clears throat> so that completes one adhikarana sankalpadikarana consisting of two sutras now you go to the next adhikarana abham badarihi aha hi evam understand that here first two sutras are purupaksha sutras the sutra 10 and 11 are purupaksha sutras and 12 is the siddhanta sutra that also we should understand otherwise we won't know so this adhikarana consists of five sutras and the vyasika nyayamala says here व्यवस्थिता वैच्छिको वैवैच्छिको वा भावाभावौ तनोर्यतः विरुद्धो तेन पुंभेदाद उभोस्यातां व्यवस्थितौ एकस्मिन् विपुंसेताओ एतौ ऐच्छिकी कालभेदतः अविरुद्धात् स्वप्नजागृद्वत् भोगवत् युज्यते स्वप्नजागृत् भोगवत् युज्यते द्विधा 
So says here, Manasa etan kaman pashyan dramate. In Chanduki later on we'll see. Manasa etan kaman pashyan dramate. Ramati he rebels. Etan kaman pashyan manasa. Realizing all these objects of pleasure. He revels, he sports. Meaning that he revels or sports or enjoys objects of pleasure. Such as a wife, such as a child, such as a friend, such as a game, whatever it is that he wants to enjoy. Manasa, Upanishad says that it is simply by the mind that etan kaman pashyan ramate. And so he realizes all those objects of pleasure in the mind and he enjoys them. Yete Brahmaloke. It is Brahmaloka, all the bhogas, all the objects, all the happiness, the pleasure is only by Sankalpa. That's all in Brahmaloka. In Brahmaloka you don't have anything else. In Brahmaloka all bhogas are Sankalpamaya. Everybody who is there may have their own sankalpa. And accordingly, bhogas are there. Not that, like swarga, etc., there are specific objects that you enjoy. There, whatever you wish, that you can enjoy in Brahmaloga. Idi manasam bhogam upapadayandi shruti. So this statement of shruti says manasam bhogam. This person in Brahmaloka he is able to enjoy the objects of pleasure merely by, merely in his mind. Only requires is his mind to enjoy those pleasures. He doesn't require sense organs. He doesn't, suppose you want to have modaka. You don't need, you do not need the, uh, the, uh, the organ of perception of taste. Merely by mind you can enjoy. So the pleasure or enjoyment that you get by actually eating a laddu or modaka, you can enjoy that by, but simply by mind. That's why manasa etan kaman pashyan ramate. That's what it says. All it requires is simply those kamas or objects of desire in his mind. Iti manasam bhagam upapadayanti shruti. So this shruti which in fact prescribes or delineates the bhoga only at the level of the mind. Bahya dehasya sindhyasya abhavamaha means that this wise person does not require this external body along with the sense organ, it doesn't require. See, we require these things to enjoy objects. We require a body along with sense organs eyes and ears and whatever, then alone we can have contact with the objects of pleasure, then only we can enjoy. No doubt we do require mind, but we also require, the mind also requires, you know that Vishayaka Vritti must take place, and for that Vishaya must be there, and the mind reaching out through the aperture of the sense organ must contact the Vishaya of the object, thus Vishayaka Vritti, a thought of the object takes place, that is called experience or enjoyment. So we require not only mind, but we require sense organs also, and sense organs require this body. So therefore, for this wise person, however, dehasya, sindhya, abhavamaha, that he accomplishes his enjoyment merely by the mind, seems to suggest that he does not have the need of an external body as well as sense organs. So this is what the Shruti says in one place. Elsewhere it says, Sa ekadha bhavati, tridha bhavati, panchadha bhavati. He remains one, he becomes threefold, he becomes fivefold. Meaning that he can enter in three bodies, five bodies and simultaneously enjoy things. That's also what the Shruti says elsewhere. Chandogya says in seventh chapter it said actually. In the Bhuma Prakranam, while describing, this is the result of the Saguna Brahma Vidya, but this was stated in the context of Nirguna Brahma also, that this wise person, Ekadabhavati, Tridabhavati, Panchadabhavati, etc., he becomes 
Lagishwara becomes so calm at the Bahusyam, may become many, he becomes many. So wise person also becomes one fold, three fold, five fold, many fold. In this Shruti, Desadbhavam Brute. Now one fold is what? And three fold is what? Three is at the level of what? Body, isn't it? Three, five, etc. Presuppose that you have entered three bodies, five bodies, X number of bodies. So that Shruti seems to say that the wise person also requires a body. So one Shruti says that all requires is mind. Other Shruti says that his desire of becoming manifold, that he already is one. How can you call him one only when he has one body? And once you become three and five, etc., that means that that presupposes the existence of an external body. So Shruti Deha Sadbhavam Brute, that Shruti seems to imply the existence or the requirement of body, Deha. Tau etau, Deha Bhavau, Abhavau, Ekasmin Purushe Viruddhau. So there is a description of one person. The question is, in one place when the Shruti says that all he requires is mind to enjoy things, he doesn't that, at that time he doesn't have bodies and so on. Elsewhere Shruti says that he becomes one and becomes three, four, that means that he requires body for that. <coughs> the existence of body or the absence of the body are Ekasmin Purushe Viruddhav, they cannot coexist. To have body and not have body, these two cannot coexist in one, coexist in one person at one time they cannot be. So these two passages passage describe one person or to describe two persons? That's the question. And so when the Upanishad says that Manasa Etan Kaman Pashyan Ramade is a description of one person. Looks like description of a different person because they require different kinds of faculties. Therefore, So, Purupaksha is that this is a description of two persons. So, either there is a wise person who only enjoys through mind or there is another person who becomes one-fold, two-fold, three-fold, etc., etc. Idiprapte brumaha. So, all of this is deliberation upon what is the result of this Saguna Brahma Vidya? Which in different places Upanishads describe. And so how should we understand that? So here is the understanding of everything. Whatever Upanishad talks about, that's what we should understand. So Upanishads talk about Upasanas, those Upasanas also should be understood how to perform them. So many sutras were dedicated to explaining the Upasana or meditations. And then Upanishads also describe the result of Upasanas. So that also we should deliberate upon. So here is a deliberation upon the the Phala. So this is the Phala. This whole Adhyaya is Phala Adhyaya. Sadhana Adhyaya then Phala Adhyaya. So this chapter of Brahma Sutra is devoted to describing Phala. Jivan Mukta, Videha Mukta, etc., whatever, Saguna Brahma, Paravidya, Paravidya. So therefore, there is deliberation upon the phala. So then Shruti has described the phala, the result of the meditation. In one place, Shruti says that he enjoys the pleasures by the mind, implying thereby that it doesn't have body. Elsewhere it becomes one-fold, two-fold, three-fold, five-fold, Meaning that he has body. Therefore, one paksha is, this is a description of two different persons. It is a description of two persons because these two contradictory things cannot coexist. Then the Siddhanti says, Ekasyabi purushasya kala so sage Bhadarayana Sutrakara says that no, this is a description of the same person. Kala Bhedena at different times. 
thing is that as far as possible we want to take the primary meaning of shruti now the purupaksha says that if we take primary meaning that since these are two contradictory things they cannot coexist therefore this is description of two persons siddhananda says no this can be description of same person at different times depending on what he wills so kala bhedena to vyavasthitau ya deham ichchati tada sankalpena deham srishtva so when this person desires body sankalpena deham srishtva the body is created by his mere will tatra avasthitah remaining in that body he enjoys what jagrat dashayame bhogan bhungte so we have both the experiences sutrakara says that for our own self we have to both the experiences that we enjoy tangible objects with the help of the gross body and we enjoy subtle objects merely the love of mind in the waking state you enjoy things through body and sense organs and mind in the dream state all you have is a mind so same person enter two different states in waking and dream enjoys things differently so why not a wise person also so jagrat dashayam eva just as in a waking state we enjoy things with the help of body and sense organs so deham similarly wise person also when he desires he creates a body and enjoys objects as a person does in the waking state ya deham na ichchati doesn't want the body the sankalpaya tameva deham upasamhrutya then by will he again folds up that body supna dashamiva manasaiva bhogan mungte and like the dream state he enjoys the pleasures by mind only tasmat ekasavi purushasya aichchika deha deha bhavo abhavo therefore this is a description of one person aichchika it is as desired by this person deha bhavo abhavo if he desires deha bhava presence of body he has that abhava he has that so this is the siddhanta well, you may wonder why do you want to discuss this but as i said we must have clarity about what the upanishad teaches that's all we must have clarity about what it is in the upanishad is teaching if upanishad is thought it fit to talk about these things then, then who are we not to talk about it that's the thing you know upanishad is thought it fit to talk about the the phala of the upasana then we have to understand them whatever you want to do with the understanding is your thing you know but the thing is understanding must be there when you study the upanishad so this is what enables us to understand upanishad otherwise how do you understand upanishad otherwise when you study seven chapter and then eight chapter where these two descriptions are found if you think about thing then these doubts will arise we may not think and so it will be okay for us but otherwise for a person who gives thought to this these doubts will arise so to us it's okay people are concerned swami ji how long did it take for lord krishna to teach bhagavad gita i forget it so to me it doesn't matter to that fellow it matters you know and and did lord krishna teach all really recite those 700 verses from what shankaracharya says also looks like that lord krishna taught arjuna which that teaching has been composed in 700 verses by vedavyasa that's a description of vibhashya so what is vibhashya garasi we don't know then you can't just see bhagwan vacha you know if that is a verse composed by vedavyasa you can't say bhagwan vacha so this question arises we dismiss them we forget we shut him up you see but people dwell upon that i said why do, what does it matter we would say what does it matter to us what matters is the teaching and not how long it took etc and who wrote and who did not write but depend to some people all these things matter you know and so there may be some people to whom these things matter and for them there must be clarity and so 
for clarity this being discussed here okay we'll continue tomorrow om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamada yapurnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 shankaram shankaracharyam keshavam badarayanam sutra bhashya krutau vande bhagavantau punah punah ishvaro gururatmede murti bheda vibhagine vyoma vadvyapta dehaya dakshina murtaye namaha om shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om